Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome to episode 8 of The Aftermath. I am your host, Christopher Tinpenny, joined with my good friend, CJ Jones. CJ, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, buddy. Fresh off work. Quick week, work week. Some exciting news popped off the other day. The city's on fire. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing great, man. Yeah, I know. I mean, we're used to July being hot, but I mean, this is a little extra hot with the Patrick, <laughs> know, right? with the Patrick Mahomes news. I mean, I know you've all already heard about it, but... We got a half a billion dollar man here in Kansas With a B. With a B, people. With a B. Not like Arrowhead Life said earlier. He's not a five, he's not half a trillion dollar man. He's half a dollar, half a billion dollar man. But what what just let's get right to it. What are your thoughts on the deal, CJ? Man, the first thing I, that crossed my mind when I was talking to um Grant and uh Justin the other day was baseball money. Like you don't see football players make anywhere north of three hundred or four hundred um, million dollars. So for Pat to get over half a billion dollars. The first thing that came to my mind was like the Mike Trouts, the Alex Rodriguez, the Carlos Stantons, those kind of contracts. It's something that we're not used to seeing, and it's definitely not a normal contract, and it's a special contract for a special player. So great player, even better person, more than deserving, hell of a player, brought us a championship. So I'm excited, man. I'm ecstatic. Oh, yeah, there's no question on if he's deserving or not. I mean, if you asked anybody – who you would give the biggest contract in sports, it would be Patrick Mahomes. The issue's always been, like you said, NFL doesn't get those kind of contracts. They really don't. Uh, they, had, <laughs> they had a top 50, you know, contracts in uh, – highest contracts in America, 37 MLB players, 12 uh, NBA players, and one football player. And that wow. player is Patrick Mahomes, and he's at the top of the list, just passing Mike Trout – who earlier this summer or in this yeah signed the biggest deal ever at then which was like 480 million or something like that Crazy. so he blew that out of the water with a 503 million dollars i mean like you said the man deserves every penny of it um i just i almost think it's crazy to sound but like the chiefs pay him more than anybody else has ever been paid <laughs> and they got a team-friendly deal out of it. Super team-friendly. I mean, this man is not even going to be – I mean, he's going to make $45 million a year on average, but, like, he really only has <laughs> – his biggest glaring hit isn't until 2027 where he's going to make around $60 million. But by 2027, <laughs> but that may be what the – he may be getting underpaid. With exactly. the way the salary caps goes, the way they pay these quarterbacks. Facts. That is crazy. That's a long way to think. We're really talking about 2027. We just hit 2020, and we're <laughs> talking about that. Right. Well, you have to when you're going to have the quarterback all the way through his age 37 season. I mean, that's exactly. just absurd. Um, but I, it, what, my initial looking at over at the contract is just there's going to be a renegotiation stage. Like, it's, oh, yeah, absolutely. Know, absolutely. Because at some point – you know, three, four, five years down the road, if the salary cap salary cap continues continues to increase like it has, he's going to be underpaid, and that man is going to have to get upped again during this contract. So while the ten years is nice because it like you know keeps him in Kansas City as long you know as long as he's playing at the level that we foresee him playing in the future, uh, but it still allows them to you know give him a little more or give him, you know, in, increase the salary cap when, or increase his pay when the salary cap goes up. And like, there's some flexibility there for him to earn more money with renegotiations down the line. No, that's, that's completely correct. I know, like you said, the biggest hit is until 2027 when he's projected to make 59 plus incentives that'll make it 60. 
he has some years before that. I think 2026 is 41, 2025 as well. And then some years after that, it's like 44 and 50. So, yeah, by that time, quarterbacks now are ranging around 35 is the mean. So if we think six, seven years from now, 50, like you said, is underpaid, which is crazy to think $50 million is underpaying somebody. But if, like you said, the cap, continue, the cap continues to go up, that'll be the norm. And he'll have to get paid accordingly, which I'm sure he'll be more than deserving. So so it'll be an interesting time for then. And also, I know there's been a lot of rumors going around that the, a lot of players in the NFLPA are trying to fight for it to have a separate cap just for quarterbacks like take one player and not have it hit the cap so they can have their own set of money so that would be an interesting tidbit point too for sure oh yeah that's actually really interesting um just because looking at the Patrick Mahomes contract like if you're paying quarterback that much money and a lot of teams you know in most teams especially good teams the quarterback is the highest paid player on the salary cap so it makes perfect sense for at least them to try to make a separate uh, salary cap for quarterbacks. I don't know exactly how that would work because, you know, it, it's such a range. You know, the top five to ten quarterbacks, it makes sense. But what if you've got a rookie quarterback? So there's definitely some things they'd have to work out on that end. But, you know, the other news out of this is what does this mean for Chris Jones? Um, it's it's def- That's the first thing that popped in my mind after we got the deal done is we got Pat's deal done, and everybody on Twitter was like, well, CJ's next, CJ's next. I was like, well, I hope his deal gets done, absolutely. I know Brett is everybody's praising him right now, rightfully so. He brought us Patrick Mahomes. He's also drafted guys like Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. All those guys were here. And then obviously before before we had Breach, we had John Dorsey who gave us guys like Kareem Hunt. So we've been blessed enough to have some great um, GMs and great coaching, great ownership. So to have the team we have now, we're nothing more than short of blessed, absolutely. Um, but now, like you said, get time to get down to the nitty gritty. We got to get Chris Jones' deal done. He's currently on the tag. If he signed it to play this year, he would make 16. That's what he was said. Um, obviously, we know he's a top five D tackle. When you think of some of the salaries for the guys, just to give people some info, Aaron Donald's making 22. DeForest Buckner's making 21. Fletcher Cox is making 17. Grady Jarrett's making 17. Gino Atkins is making 16. So. If we thinking about those names, we also we all believe Chris Jones is easily in the category of a top five guy and also just good, if not better than some of the guys I just named. So he's definitely deserving of his um, 21 that he wants because DeForest Buckner is the guy making that. I like DeForest Buckner's game. I know he played for the Niners. He plays for the Colts now. But I think we all would agree that Chris Jones is just as good as him, if not better. So he definitely deserves his 21 mil. But now we have to figure out how they're going to hammer those numbers out. And with Pat Mahomes making a team-friendly deal, extending it over to 10 years, I'm sure Breach will try to crunch up some numbers, probably restructure some deals, and we'll trigger find a way to keep CJ here, man. We definitely need him, absolutely. Yeah, what? So I know you and I've kind of gone, uh, been on the same page as far as Chris Jones not thinking he's going to get a deal this year. You know, thinking he's going to play on the franchise tag. Does the Mahomes deal kind of change your opinion on that at all? I know when I when I first heard the Mahomes deal got done and they said ten years, I was like, oh wow, how much money is that? But then once once we looked at the numbers per year and I was like, you said it was team friendly, there is a way we probably could get Chris Jones' deal done. But like you said, I'm sure we would have to crunch some numbers and restructure some deals. Like I know Trav deals on the back end, he's probably getting closer. Um, obviously, guys like Frank and Tyron are solidified, um, but we have, we'll have to figure out some guys. Like I know Eric Fisher signed. And then we just obviously we just signed Pat, so we we'll just have to figure out a way how we're going to pay some guys because a lot of the like I know me and you have been saying we don't know if Brett and Andy want to have two twenty plus D linemen on their football team, right. which we know Chris is absolutely worth of having. He deserves every penny. He's a monster. Everyone knows how dominant he is. His impact, um, but it's just the fact that like how much money are you willing to pay a guy that obviously when he's on the field we know how good he is, but just to be transparent in our conversations that 
when he didn't play, we still were able to win big football games. Like he missed a couple of games towards the end of the season. He missed a playoff game. We were still able to win. So, um, you know, teams always use leverage. I know it sucks. I don't like to, I don't like to downplay or knock anyone, but that's just their job. Their job is to say, what can we do without you? And what has your production been when you're not on the field? So are the Chiefs still an elite football team? Can we win the Super Bowl without Chris Jones? Absolutely. We have a great roster. We have a great offense, arguably the best in football. <clears throat> We have the best safety in football. We have an amazing defense that's opportunistic and getting turnovers. We stop teams when we have to. But taking a guy like a pro like CJ off the field is not replaceable. You don't just replace guys like that. So he definitely will be missed, absolutely. But if teams had to look towards playing without him, unfortunately, this is the part of the business. Like we said on episode seven, when you have the best quarterback in football and now he's the highest paid guy, not only in football, but all time. So it definitely is. It sucks that Chris uh, has to go through all this at the same time. Yeah, no, I know. I'm with you. A lot of people got their hopes up with or i think people are getting their hopes up with this patrick mahomes contract and you know that's not quite paying him as much of uh it's not taking as big of a cap hat cap hit right off the bat as you would originally thought if he was only going to get like a four or five year deal like we originally were discussing so people are thinking oh now we can pay chris jones a little bit more make it a you know uh backloaded deal whatnot but he's he's just not he's not going to be here past this past the season i firmly believe that i don't think there's about anything that will change my mind until i wake up or during the day and see that chris jones has been extended i hope that have i hope i'm wrong but i don't really think see any way that they're going to keep this man he plays defensive tackle which while yes every position is important you would you know defensive ends outside linebackers corner safety are all thought of to be a little bit more important on the defensive side right or wrong i know it takes 11 men out there doing their job the defensive tackle is not normally a top priority position thought amongst NFL teams. And they already have a 20 plus million dollar man uh, a year on the end of Frank Clark, who they chose over Chris Jones. So yes, I, we all love CJ. Like you said, he is a beast. He gets after the quarterback. He is a great personality. He's fun in the locker room. There's a million things to love about this guy. Price of doing business, when you have this many stars, I mean, there's at least seven guys that are at the top two of their position, and, you know, depending on what you think about Tyreek, you know, top, you know, top five at the very least. Yeah, for sure. Um, top five, for sure. Absolutely. You know, with Schwartz, with, with Schwartz, Kelsey Mahomes, Tyreek, Tyron, uh, Frank Clark, and Chris Jones, like those are your seven. You can't, that's a lot to have at being at the top of their position and pay big contract so Chris exactly. Jones is going to be the odd man out mainly because of the position he plays exactly and and so I hope I mean I know he holds I know he's going to hold out which I mean I, I don't see any fault there but Patrick Mahomes getting his money does not mean Chris Jones is going to get his he's going to have another year in Kansas City he's going to try to I I, I believe he's going to play it you know I think last week with the bluff of sitting out I, it's just a bluff because Again, he plays defensive tackle. If he gets a year older, no one sees any tape on him. That's not going to help his value. So he's exactly. going to he's going to play this season. And then what's probably going to happen? The Chiefs are going to franchise tag him again, and he will be traded. It sucks, but it's just the reality of where we at. I feel like we talk about this every week because every week something something in this story pops up. You know, first it was the franchise tag, for then it was him uh, saying he wasn't going to play. Now the deal. So, like, it keeps coming up because it's keep relevant. And it's going to come up again next week because guess what next week is? July 15th. 
July 15th, the deadline for when a deal needs to get done. So we're going to keep talking about this because it's the second biggest story in Kansas City now. Because like we said, the biggest story is for the next 12 seasons, we have Patrick Mahomes at quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, yeah, I agree, man. You hit all the hit the tip points. Just to give everybody some some more detailed info, when you look at some big names in the league of detail, defensive tackles, like some big names, like Cameron Hayward for the for the Steelers, a multiple-time Pro Bowler, he's only getting $9 million. Malik Jackson for the Philadelphia Eagles is getting $10 million. 10 million. Jerron Reed for the um, Seattle Seahawks is getting $11 million. Akeem Hicks, who I really like for the Bears, is only getting twelve. So when we think of some of the big guys in the league, they're not even getting close to $15 million. So we know he's definitely deserving of it. There's only a few guys that, that get that kind of big money. Like I said, the names like Fletcher Cox, DeForest Buckner, and Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald and DeForest Buckner are the only two guys making $20-plus million. Everyone else is 17 and under. So he, Chris Jones deserves to be in that category. We know he wants his money, but like you said, it sucks. It's just – it just it's just odd man out. It's just part of it's just part of the way the business works. You can't pay everybody. Somebody has to get short change or, not, like you said, take a pay cut. But unfortunately, he he deserves his money and rightfully so. And if and if we had to end up trading him or he ended up um, going to a different team, I'm not mad at all because he's done his job. Every every player has these five things they want to do. They want to make the team. They want to become a starter. You want to become an All Pro or Pro Bowler. You want to win a championship, and then you want to get paid. So obviously, his things kind of come in a different order. He made the team become a dominant player. And then he's won a championship. Now it's time for him to get paid. And like you say, it just sucks that it has to come at this time when we have to pay guys like Trav. And if we're being honest, we got Tyreek on a cheaper deal because if he wouldn't have the, the issues with him and his family, he would have got $100 million, which is what Amari Cooper and Michael Thomas got. He only got, what, was it 50 or 60 overall? So he definitely didn't get the money that we all were expecting him to get. So imagine if his deal would have been what it, what it was projected to be. So it's, it, it just sucks, man. This, this is the burden of having too many good players. You, you, this is, like you say, it's the, it's the thing of the business. It's the way it goes. And unfortunately, this, this is how things go. Right. Exactly. And speaking of the way things go, the way to, you know the world's going right now, or at least the United States with COVID-19, Chiefs announced today that there will be reduced capacity in Arrowhead this season to follow the guidelines. I think this is just another domino. I don't think there's going to be any fans at Arrowhead this season. What are your Facts. thoughts? Exactly. I agree. I completely agree. They're just saying, I know one of our um, one of our analysts, Caleb, said one of his buddies ran into Brett Veach at the airport, and he was talking to him, and they didn't think there was going to be any fans at the um, at the game. So, like you said, every week we're just getting more and more news. College programs are canceling workouts, reducing students on campus. Some schools haven't even re- um, released their schedules to know when students can even come to campus for classes, for enrollment. Teams already said there's no uh, fans for training camp, and now we just got the news today. I got an email from Tickets for Less saying that um, there's going to be reduced capacity in Arrowhead Stadium. So, like you said, it's just getting closer and closer to the big hammer coming down and just saying there's going to be no fans in the stadium. Unfortunately, COVID's kind of killing all our happiness. I've been waiting my whole life for the Chiefs to win a championship, and we do it. And now we're not even going to be able to enjoy an opening night. I'm crossing my fingers hoping we can. But like you said, man, reality is reality, so it is what it is. Yeah, no, it's just – it, it, it does suck because, I mean, especially at a, a place like Arrowhead where the home crowd is such an advantage and it's just Facts. a great atmosphere from from the time you get there at 7 a.m. to the time you leave banging on the, you know, the spiral cheering a Chiefs victory. So, like, the atmosphere is going to be missed. And I know everyone, again, we're, we're, a lot of people are trying to be optimists. I see it. Like, you know, it's going to be just reduced uh, seating and whatnot, but – Man, fans are not going to be in the seat. I still think that football is going to be played. I'm not there yet to where people are saying that they're not even going to be playing football. The NFL is just too big of a 
Yeah, they generate too much money, way too <laughs> yeah, much money. For them to cancel it completely. No, they're going to lose a lot of money, but with as much money as they made over the years, I think it's okay. You know, they'll find a way to make money. Like, they already did. They're already doing the ads on the first eight rows, and they'll probably find other ways to do so. So, I, I'm i not worried about football itself being canceled, but, I yeah, no one's going to be sitting anywhere watching these games this season. Yeah, me, yeah, me. I agree, buddy. We're definitely gonna be finding somewhere, a bar or your house somewhere we can watch the game together. It's gonna be an emotion <laughs> it's gonna be an emotional night. Um, I'm definitely gonna be excited to see the ring night, see the banner go up. Um, something I've been waiting my whole life to see. Like you said, I definitely would love to be in the building. I already had my ticket bought. I was so excited to go. I took the day off of work and everything. I was gonna be I was gonna be there, bells and whistles ringing, bro. So um, like you said, unfortunately, it, this is this is the world we live in. We have to learn to adjust and if everyone does their part, wear their mask, social distance, and try to do the things we're supposed to do, and hopefully we can flatten this curve and get things back to normal. But unfortunately, it is as long as we have football, that's the ultimate goal. Obviously, we want to, we want to see our favorite players, our teams, organizations succeed and play the game we all love to watch. So, um, but like you said, man, yeah, it is what it is. We just have to bear with the news and try to move forward and try to stay positive. No, for sure, man. Well, well said. Well said. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Kept short for you, you know, talking about the big news, Patrick Mahomes kept going on. Chris Jones and his deal. Grant, again, was not here to defend himself because he's kind of been on the opposite side of me and CJ in this whole thing. <laughs> Got to get him back in here so he can uh, tell us what his new thoughts are with everything going down. But appreciate you all listening. Again, please check us out on Twitter at The Aftermath Arrowhead Live. And, uh, We will see you next time. See you guys. Be safe out there.